Good morning. So for those of you that may be freshmen, today is our State of the University address where we talk about a whole bunch of stuff. So it's different. We're not, we're not preaching a normal sermon and we have a ton of guests in here. And if you're a guest still looking for a seat, we still have some down here and around. You, if you're looking, there's some back here too. You can raise your hand. You can find some seats. They're still available here. That's some hands up over here. So come on in, find a seat, help yourself. How many of you went to the opening last night of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown? Yeah, so if you didn't make it last night, two o'clock today and 8 p.m. today and tomorrow, you do have to have tickets to go. You can get your tickets at that website right there or that QR code so you can take a picture and get those this weekend and next weekend. Okay, not if you're a freshman. So if you're a freshman, put your fingers in your ears. If you're a sophomore, junior, or senior, this is a great idea to take a girl on a date to. <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying. If you're a freshman now, work on becoming the right person, not finding the right person. If you're a senior, what are you waiting on? Come on, I'm just, I'm just I'll stop. Hey, right here, right here tomorrow night at seven o'clock, we're gonna see and hear and sing and have a great time just worshiping the Lord. Hills and valleys, a journey with the psalmist. You're not gonna wanna miss it. So even if you're like, yeah, you know what? I, you know, I just don't kind of feel it, come. Because you'll feel it before you leave. Worshiping the Lord together with thousands of other people encourages our soul, it strengthens our faith. And so come join us, come hang out with us. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow night, seven o'clock. There's also a few other things. There's a cardboard canoe race I hear going on today at three o'clock. So join me to come out and cheer for all those who sink. I mean, um, those who finish the cardboard canoe race and do well. There is a parade tomorrow at 9 a.m. So if you wanna come out and cheer your friends on, get some candy. There's a lakeside party after that, women's soccer at 12, men's soccer at 2.30, and then again in here tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Uh, we have a lot of guests here with us today, and so always excited to have my wife, Joy, and son, Samuel, sitting down here in the front, and so thank you all for joining us today. They're usually here, but thank them for being here. And then also, Paul and Pat Dixon, right over here, our chancellor and his wife, would you stand up? This is Dr. Dixon's 45th year of service to Cedarville University. He's not old enough to have been serving that long, but he has. He served here for 25 years as president, now 20 years as chancellor. We also have some of our trustees who are staying around for the weekend. If you're one of our trustees or trustee spouse, would you stand up and let us thank you for all of your service to the university. Stand up and let us recognize you. All right, do we have any retired faculty and staff back? If you are a retired faculty or staff member and you are back for homecoming, stand up and let us welcome you back. If you are a parent, a grandparent, or an alumni that has come back for homecoming, would you stand up and let us welcome you here to chapel with us?
And I just had them stand because they're alumni, but the class, the 50th year class reunion is sitting right down here. And so y'all just wave at everybody or stand back up if you want to. There you go. Yeah. Great to see you. We are also inducting some people into our Athletic Hall of Fame. And so we have Samantha Mott Moderman, who was a cross country and track star here at Cedarville, three years ran cross country, four years in track. In the two sports combined, the Walker Michigan product was a 12-time NAIA All-American, 14-time NCCAA All-American, and the 2006 American Mideast Conference cross-country champion, and a five-time AMC champion on the track. Samantha guided the Lady Jackets to 2006 NCCAA cross-country championship, three NCAA track and field championship banners, three conference titles, and was a member of the 2007 NAIA National Runner-Up Squad in track and field. Would you stand up and let's congratulate you. Tonight at the dinner, we'll also be inducting Julia Bradley Scop into our Athletic Hall of Fame. She played volleyball for four years here as a lady jacket from 2003 to 2006. She's from Valencia, California, and was the 2005 NAIA All-American, a three-time NCCAA All-American, and a four-time all-conference player. She still holds three career records and ranks number two in kills with 2,813 kills. She helped the Lady Jackets uh, go to a four-year record of 166 and 40. I think that's dominating in the name of Jesus. I like that. <laughs> two NCCAA national titles, three region trophies, two conference championships, and three trips to the NAIA national tournament. Julia, would you stand and let us congratulate you? You had the privilege to hear from Meredith Wood Docena on Tuesday here in chapel, and so you know about her, you know who she is, but she was able to share her testimony with us, and she is our Young Alumni of the Year. Meredith, would you stand up and let us thank you for your service to Jesus Christ? We also had the honor to hear from Chuck Peterson, on Wednesday, and Chuck and his wife, Anita, are our honorary alumni of the year this year. And so would you two stand up and just let us congratulate you and express appreciation. And y'all know what? I'm so excited about all y'all being here. I haven't been showing you the slides. So I'll scroll through them right quickly. They can put them up there, yeah. Yeah. I've already told you about them, so I'm just showing you their slides so you can see them. And then yesterday, I was in trustee meetings, but I heard that you had a phenomenal chapel with our Alumni of the Year Award winner, Donna Van Leer. Donna, would you stand up and let us congratulate you for this award? So 
We have some things that are new around here that some of our alumni may not know about, so I'm gonna tell some of them about. But we also have some things that are new that some of you may not know about. And so there are some announcements that you'll wanna make sure you lock in and pay attention to as well. But one of the things that just changed at our trustee meeting just this past two days is that our athletic director position is no more. We did away with it because we have a vice president for athletics position now and Chris Cross will remain in that role. Would you please express your appreciation to him for his service? There are several reasons for the change in title. I won't go through all of those, but if you're curious, you can ask me sometime and I'll give you a 30 minute explanation of why this was the right move and I am excited for us to have done this. For some of our alumni who are back, we have a new dorm around here. We have a dorm that's called Morton Hall. And apparently they're sitting right there. Yes, all right, well done. Uh, Morton Hall is named after a longtime trustee friend of, of Cedarville University, and then pastor in the area. Was the pastor at the church building where Grace Baptist Church is, before it was Grace Baptist Church. And so we're excited about that new dorm being open. We also have something they may not have had while they were here called Panda Express. Anybody like Panda? It's in the bottom of the student center where Stingers used to be, or the Hive. Some of you have never heard of that name. There's three people that still remember the hive. Things change, but it's, it's there. And it was probably something before that, but I don't even know what it was before that, so that's okay. Uh, we also changed our SSC circle, and so now we have the lakeside patio. I can't wait to see how many people are on the lakeside patio today to watch the cardboard canoe sink, I mean uh, race, as it takes place. And so we should, we should have a great time out there enjoying that. It does hold a lot more freshmen, which we're excited about as well. Under construction, we have our Scharnberg Business and Communication Center. And I am excited also that next year when you come back, you'll be able to see our new Stinger that's gonna be out there in the front. That's just gonna be epic. And so I'm excited to have that up here next year as well. So we're looking forward to it. There's also a new dormitory under construction. Now, this new dorm, I can't believe how fast they're putting this thing up. I, I learned something this week. They had 45 masons out there working at one time to get this dorm, to get all the brick and all the concrete block up. The roof's going on, it's incredible, so yes. So this is phase one. So when we move from phase one all the way through to phase four, I don't know how long that takes, this is what it looks like. So we actually move some parking spaces, make it more pedestrian friendly. Hopefully we'll get some unit style in the mix here as well. And so we're looking forward to that eventually. And this is what the new one will look like when it's finally completed. It'll open next fall. So now some of you are probably wondering how in the world are you paying for all that? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because if you're looking to contribute, we do have a $175 million campaign goal. We increased that earlier this year. And Listen, y'all, the Lord has done so much more than I could have ever thought or imagined. We have over $140 million committed to this campaign already. 
And not only that, but last year, the actual gifts that came into the university, it was another record year for us, and we had over $21 million that was given to the university to help build these buildings and make this campus good for you guys. So we had some discussions at our trustee meeting. We've been talking about this for a while but we decided we needed to make a change. We decided. And no, you can't leave right now to go put shorts on. That's not, no, no, no. Yeah, you gotta stay through the end of chapel. Um, shorts and hats are approved for chapel and for classes. So enjoy that until the winter sets in and then you know it'll be what it'll be. So I figured there would be some noise on that one. And he just put his hat back on. Okay, that's great, awesome. It's fine. Several of you just put your hats back on. It's okay. Just take them off to pray. We're all good. All right. Hey, there's one thing that's a little bit more serious I need to talk to you about. I want to I announce today because today's like, this is what we do on this type of day. So we're in the process of working through our budget for next year. And as we do that, I, we get numbers back and we have all of these different things that happen. So we got, we got the numbers back for the Einstein Brothers Bagels. Don't clap the Einstein Brothers Bagels that we were gonna put inside the, the Scharnberg Business and Communication Center. And what they said that would cost us as a university is 7.4% increase in your food cost, in your board cost that you would pay next year. We also got some numbers back on inflation and what that looks like. And inflation is 3.4% for the food cost that we actually would be charged for, for everything. And there's a minimum wage increase in the state of Ohio, which I'm not worried about that. I actually like the fact that some of you working at the restaurants would get paid a little more, but that increased costs as well. So when you add all that together, you're looking at like an 11% increase into the board costs and room for food, not for room, just for food. And my response to that was, I'm not okay with that. So in this life, the way free enterprise and business works is if you can get whatever you want if you're willing to pay enough money for it most of the time. Um, I'm not, I, listen, if you like bagels, I'm sorry, but I don't wanna go up 7.4% just to have an Einstein's Brothers in that location. And so... So here's what we're gonna do. We're meeting Monday with our team that works on all of this. And what? Yeah, I've already shown some of you slides for where stingers will probably go down the road, but we can't put stingers in the in the in the Schoenberg Business and Communications 
uh, building for two reasons. Number one, Stingers does fried food. You have to have a vent chef that goes up through the top of the building. That building was not designed with the vent hood and all the things that are in place there. And number two, you don't wanna be in an academic space studying with a smell that's gonna permeate all of those academic classrooms. <laughs> now, I love Stingers, but I'm just saying, uh, Chick-fil-A and Panda are in their locations for a reason. And there's a grab and go in the BTS for a reason because you don't wanna be in class smelling things that are you like, just get sick of smelling it all day. And so we will try to bring stingers back, but not there. So we're gonna work on this. This is what we're after, all right? I want lower cost. I'm focused on lunch lines because I want shorter lines everywhere for lunch and faster service for that. And we want quality food. So I'm looking for solutions that will provide you the option to walk up, order what you wanna order. It may not be as customizable, but you'll have different options. You swipe your card, you get your food, and you move on because you've got classes that you need to get to and other things. So there's a change there. So I'm gonna need your help because we have a whole lot of publicity that was out there about what was going into it, and uh, it's not happening. So. It will not be Einstein Brothers. I don't know what it'll be. It probably won't be a national chain either because that's gonna help us keep that cost low, but we'll make sure that the food quality is good. So that's the update on that. Guess what else? We, we have heard from you ever since we made a change that resulted in the fact that we didn't we had to have classes on the Monday after Easter and, and that just hasn't been popular. So our academic division went to work and figured out a way to have no classes. We'll get into the details of what that means at another time, but for today, you just need to know, as you're making your plans for the spring semester, there will be no classes on Easter Monday. Um, we're excited about that, just like you are. All right. Oh, guess what? We finished our Bible Minor project. Y'all are excited. I don't, so I don't even know what it is, and they're excited. I like that. Keep that going. All right. The Bible Minor project is all of our Bible Minor classes online for free. And so, that doesn't mean you as a student are gonna take them online. We want you in the classroom with our faculty members who are awesome face-to-face -face in community, but it means your parents can take them online for free or any of our alumni or any of the churches that wanna, you know, right now there's a lot of schools that say they're Christian schools, but when you open up the hood and look underneath, they're really not standing for the Bible. They're not standing for the word of God. They're compromised. So when parents are looking for a difference or when alumni just wanna be re-encouraged, this is online for free. We say, check out our chapels. Come look at everything we do. Check out the entire Bible Minor and you'll get to see exactly what's being taught in the classroom. And all of our alumni who love to have Chris Miller in Old Testament, you can now get a second rerun of it online for free in these Bible Minor classes. All right. Here you are, freshmen, 1,017 of you. Can you find yourself up there? We're excited about all the freshmen. We're excited about the Lord giving us stable enrollment. 
We're at 5,456 enrollment. Our class of 50, anybody remember what the enrollment was when y'all were here as students? 900? 950 something for the entire school when they were students here. Lord's been good to us. 5,456 total enrollment here at Cedarville. But let's be real. Cedarville is not about buildings that are going up and it's not about the number of people that are around this place. The thing that makes this place special are things like Bible conference and what happened here just a few, I guess it's a few weeks, two months ago. Gosh, this semester is going by fast. For those of you that weren't here, we had Corey Abney speak in chapel and when he gave an invitation, the Lord just moved and we had people respond. And you know, sometimes we take the opportunity to respond to what the Lord's doing for granted. If you talk to some alumni who are back on campus this week, why don't you ask them what they miss the most? A lot of times when I ask that question, what I hear is chapel. What I hear from people who have graduated is that it's hard out there without having the daily encouragement of just being able to sing Christ be magnified just to encourage our hearts and our souls that it's difficult. And so friends of you that are here visiting, students, you know this, this is what we're all about. And we're not gonna change and we're not gonna compromise the message. And if you're here and you're discouraged, I'll talk more about it in a minute, but if you're here and you're discouraged, please just make your plans to be here Saturday night. I just think it will encourage your soul. Students, as you're here, I I know you've got a lot going on. I know your faculty put a lot on you. Uh, There's nothing more important than growing in godliness and responding to Christ when he convicts your hearts. There's nothing more important than making sure that your walk with the Lord is fresh and that you don't take it for granted and that you keep that strong. And so I just encourage you, it's no Bible, no breakfast. Stay in the word every single day. Take advantage of these opportunities to worship, sing loud, listen well. As your friends are worshiping too, allow them to encourage your spirit and let's make sure we take every advantage of all of these opportunities that we possibly can. Listen, the the longer I live, the more I realize truths that I may have known a, a long time ago, but the more it's just real to me that this life is really all about loving God and loving others. It's no accident that those are your top two core values to love God and to love others. But friends, when we think about loving God, I can't help but think about the sermon series that we're in in Romans and walking through that, and I can't wait to get to chapter eight. You know, right now, we're, we're still in chapter three. We are still in the condemned section. We're still in the worthless section because we knew the truth and instead of worshiping the God that is of the truth, we replaced that truth with a lie. We were rebels against the king that created us. We are now in condemnation. We're we're sitting in that heavy spot of where condemnation happens. We start getting out of that next Friday, but we're in that heavy spot of where condemnation happens. But I just wanna tell you right now, if you're discouraged, the book doesn't stop there. In Romans chapter eight, in verse one, we get to this verse where it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It it doesn't mean that I'm all of a sudden perfect or that I'm all of a sudden better, 
But what it means is that all of a sudden, I'm, I'm justified, I'm forgiven, and I'm alive in Christ. It means that because I've repented of my sins and put my faith in Christ, that then I have been clothed with his righteousness, not a righteousness of my own. But he has taken his righteousness and he has covered me with it so that when God sees me, he no longer sees that Romans chapter one, two, and three rebel against the king that is under condemnation because I've denied the truth and suppressed the truth and replaced the truth with idols. He now looks and sees his son, the son that he sent down to us. And the text tells us earlier in, in Romans that Christ loved us in this way that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, friend, I don't know what challenge you're facing. I don't know what urgency of the day is pressing in on you. I don't know what it may be, but today you can stop and you can call a timeout and you can say, I'm not gonna be formed by my feelings. I'm not gonna bow down and worship idols because the truth that is eternal and the truth that is everlasting is that if I've repented of my sins and put my faith in Jesus Christ, there is no condemnation for us, friends. We are saved. And every difficulty of this life and all of the valleys that we go through will one day go away. And we are gonna live forever with him. And that's why that chapter eight begins with no condemnation. But it ends with overcomers. It ends with the fact that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers through him who loved us. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know if you're too tired because you haven't got enough sleep. I don't know if you're stressed out because you got exams. I don't know if you didn't do a good job on an exam and so now you're even more stressed out about your next exam. I don't know if you're an alumni and you're coming back and you just got some heavy news with a medical report or a death in the family. I don't know what you're worried about this morning, but I can tell you this much. God's word is true. And God's word tells us that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yes. So wherever you are, whatever you're processing, maybe that girl you wanted to ask to Charlie Brown, just dumped you. <laughs> it's okay. Your identity is not in another person. Your identity is in Christ. And if your identity is in another person, it won't last because it's gonna take you away from Christ and the Lord's gonna say, I've had enough. And it's gonna cause a separation. So the best thing you can do is run as hard and fast after Jesus as you possibly can. You find your identity in Jesus, you find your joy in Jesus, you let Jesus be all that you need. And then if the Lord has it for you, you can look around and see who's running with you and say, hey, you wanna run together? as we both find our identity in Christ.
Friends, you are justified, you are forgiven, and you are alive. But only in Christ Jesus. That's what matters. So just, just a moment. Call a time out to all of our alumni. Listen, listen, Cedarville is still Cedarville. Some of your alumni, I'll probably hear about this weekend. It's okay. They'll be like, it's not fair they get to wear shorts and hats. We didn't get to do that. It was a different place back then. We, no, it's not right. We don't like this. The methods may change. The message does not. So Cedarville University here, we stand for six-day literal creation, 24-hour days resting on the 7th. We believe that Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden. We believe it was a, a real Adam and Eve. These are not figurative creatures. This is not metaphorical. This is truth. This is a real story about an Adam and an Eve who ate of a forbidden fruit, and because they ate of a forbidden fruit, they rejected the God that loved them, and that sin nature has been inherited all the way down through everybody so that Romans 1, 2, and 3 describes us all because we've inherited that sin nature. But the good news is that all of those Old Testament prophecies came true, and all of those Old Testament illustrations, like that Passover blood with the lamb, that when John the Baptist looked across, he said, y'all, hold on, time out. That's the lamb of God that is gonna take away the sin of the world. We're not playing games here anymore. We're not looking forward. There he is. That's the one. That's the ultimate kinsman redeemer that's better than Boaz. That's the one that Moses pointed to when Moses said, there's another prophet coming, and that prophet's gonna be better than me. That was the Jesus that went to the cross, died for our sins in my place and for my sake, and went to a grave, and three days later, the grave couldn't hold him, the devil couldn't keep him, that tomb couldn't stop him. He got up out of that grave, and he showed himself to a whole bunch of people because we wouldn't believe. We would keep suppressing that truth, and he said, hey, y'all, I'm still here. I did exactly exactly what I said I was going to do. And then he ascended to the right hand of the father and that Jesus is coming again. And that changes everything. That changes the way we do athletics. And oh gosh, I'm so proud of our soccer team. I'm sorry. Gosh, both of them. Women's soccer went to St. Louis and gosh, they had a story on the news about them writing letters to teammates of the same number and praying with them and sharing phone numbers and sharing the gospel with them. Men's soccer, gosh, I won't go into my personal thoughts about what happened, but they were tested and tried and they held their cool. And in a match where some things happened that I don't know that I would have handled so well, I look out at the center of the field there's one of our players with his arms around another player and he's praying with him. And friends, I'm telling you, what's gonna matter most at the end of your life is gonna be did you love God and did you love him well and did you love the people that he put on this earth that he cared for, that were created in his image, that he died for on a cross. Did you care for them well? And that's why I'm so happy that God has allowed things like Chuck Elliott to be able to get the medical needs that he needed. And gosh, I forget the name of the group, but some of you were in part of it. Deep calls for life. And you helped him through this process of getting a new kidney. And so, Lord, we just praise you and thank you for the fact that you let Dr. Elliott be with us. He's been here 20 years, y'all. Can we give it up for God for allowing that to happen?
There's so many good people around here. I was up here right before chapel. I was talking with Jim Cato. Jim Cato has faithfully served at this university for 40 years. He's been guiding what we do in global outreach. He's been guiding what we do musically. He's been leading heart song teams known by other names throughout those years as well and helping to bring praise and glory to God for 40 years. Lord, I just thank you for people like Jim Cato that serve you well. And there's so many more. My mind immediately goes to Pam Johnson. So she had cancer last year. We didn't know what was gonna happen. But the Lord was so gracious to allow her to recover from cancer. And some of you don't know that Pam Johnson came here in 1974 to serve as a tennis coach. And she has been serving at this school ever since. That's 49 years, y'all. She's given her life to this place. And I've had the privilege of fishing in the pond in her backyard. And to get to know her as a person who loves Jesus and who loves you more than you could ever imagine. I'm thankful for people like Pam Johnson. I'm thankful for people like Lyle and Connie Anderson. Do y'all know Lyle Anderson has served here? I gotta make sure I get my number right. 53 years. I don't know that I've ever met a more encouraging and happy couple than Lyle and Connie Anderson. You meet them and the smiles on their faces automatically infect you with a joy that can only come from Jesus. You talk to them and it's like you're the most important person in the world. And it's like God has given them one mission that day and that's to encourage you. And I can't imagine what goes on in their own lives because they have to have hard times, but I've never seen them not happy. And they've been here serving for 53 years. And the list could go on and on and on. So to all of you alumni, welcome back home to campus. To all of you students, wherever you are, whatever's going on in life, wherever you are today, I want you to know this. You are loved. You're loved by God, most importantly. But gosh, y'all, you just don't know how much we love you. Your trustees, your faculty, your staff, people who have been here for three months and people who have been here for 53 years. You are loved. And don't you dare ever let the devil tell you any different. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I pray for any of those who may be discouraged today. I pray for those that may just need a good hug, that may just need to have their spirits lifted. I pray for those that, Lord, that you would help this weekend to be exactly what we need. Help us to honor you and to glorify you and to lift you high and to magnify Jesus. Lord, I just pray that you would help all of us to not allow the lies of the devil to get into our head, but to rely on the truth of scripture, not to allow our feelings to affect us, but to know that your word is true 
and that you're where we find our identity and that you are coming again. Lord, would you help us this week to be an encouragement to others? Would you help us to look out to see how we can lift others up? Would you help everything that happens, all of the alumni reunions, all of the different things going on this week on campus this weekend, just to be things that would glorify you and, and help to encourage our brothers and sisters in Christ. For Lord, you are worthy of our worship. We ask all this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. You are dismissed.